Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. It's February 11th, Super Bowl Sunday. My goodness, the Lions got so close to the Super Bowl, but not quite. So, I really am not sure which team I want to win, but it's always fun to watch the game, the commercials, have snacks, wrap up the snacks for Lent, give up the snacks for Lent, (laughs) but it's going to be a great, great day. So what have I been up to? Well, I've been enjoying some sunny weather. Oh my goodness. We had a unusually warm spell the last couple of weeks. I mean, 40 to 50 degrees melted most of the snow in the yard and we had sunshine. It was a lovely change of pace. January was cold, snowy, blustery. I know it's not been a very harsh winter, but this is the time of year where I am missing the sunshine. So it was lovely to have the nice days. However, it still was a little bit cold for me to be walking around in the neighborhood. I know some people did because I saw them out and about, but I sure did a lot of sewing in the window of my sewing room and enjoying all of the sunshine. So I've been working on, um, my little houseplant vignette. I decided to turn it into a fairy garden. I bought some mushroom fairy lights. The little mushrooms are one inch tall and they're on a remote control um, thing. I got it on Amazon for very, very inexpensive and it's battery operated. So I was able to drape them around the repotted plants. I repotted the monstera and put some fairy garden things in the bottom like a little blue jay on a leaf and some mushrooms and in the vignette I have a little resin dragon with his fairy. Um, A birdhouse is what they're in front of like they live there and I added more um, pokes to some plants which are little They look like flowers or bells that dangle and other resin figures and another fairy house. So it looks really good. I did add some circle trellises and wound the pothos around that as well as a Swiss cheese plant has a little trellis. And the Swiss cheese plant is the last thing that needs to be repotted. So I found a lovely pot that I have in my mudroom. I don't know why it doesn't have a plant in it, but it will. And um, so slowly working on that. Great news is the Monstera and the African Violet that I bought in January at New Year's 
they survived the repotting and they look great. I put a moss pole in and the monstera is tied up. It looks, looks good. So I was worried it wasn't going to make it, but it was worth the investment of $22 plus the pole and the cost of the lovely teal pot. So most of my pots are either green, teal with green and a touch of brown, and then there's other ones that are white with brown. So it's really a nice mixture. And I've elevated some plants on a little wire rack I found. It's a work in progress. One day they will be off a card table and on a regular plant stand, but I haven't found exactly what I want for that, but it'll be something that I don't know if a, if a traditional skinny plant stand or baker's rack would work because that monstera is really big and I like it to be in the grouping of the plants and not on the floor. Our floors get cold and drafty, so it needs to be up off the floor. So I'm excited about the warmer weather. The plants survived the winter. They're growing. They look really good. Um, <clears throat> you know I lose plants every year. And so far, the only plant that I might lose is at work. So it's a begonia. It's really, I think, an outdoor annual. Never had them live over winter. So we'll see if this one is another cutting that I got from a friend at work and if it doesn't make it that's okay but I did take a cutting of one of my new neighbors at work she moved in the office across the hallway she had a lovely Swedish ivy and I haven't had a Swedish ivy in years so I took a cutting and it is rooting in water in a mason jar at work hopefully it takes and I'm going to bring that home and have another lovely plant I know I'm turning into the crazy plant lady um, because I can't have indoor cats because I'm allergic to them and a dog is I love them but I just can't take care of one with our snow and going up and down the stairs outside this is not the situation for a dog so have you been working on any creative things and crafts I have not been doing as many Things I don't feel like, um, like I haven't painted anything in a long time, but I did buy some watercolor recently, uh, watercolor paper, because I ran out. And I would like to work on some of that in the future. I think as the weather gets more sunny, I get a little more creative energy. But I have been doing a lot of finishing things. So this podcast is a lot about finishes and new starts. So I finished, drumroll please, yes, I finally finished that massive skein of Transitions yarn. It's a finger weight, finger weight they call it, yarn that was an ombre that went from a solid gray to a gray and magenta to magenta to magenta and black to black. I did not like the pattern that came with it. I made a bad choice on this and I cast on the elementary wrap on 
straight needles. It was a slog to knit that on straight needles. I will never knit on straight needles again. Um, definitely bamboo circulars are the way to go. That was a learn lesson from that, but the elementary wrap is finished. Now I need to soak it. It feels a little dusty and like it's because it, the yarn has been around for a while and I need to block it, but it really turned out great. I really think it's short compared to how long the pattern wanted you to make it with all the purchasing of yarn. Mine is about 80 inches long unblocked. I think it was supposed to be about 120 or 110, but it works out perfectly for me. It has enough drape with it because it is a cotton acrylic yarn. Um, I can pin it on my shoulder with a, sh with a shawl pin and it drapes nicely. So that'll be perfect lightweight shawl for vacations and warm weather places where you might need a shawl or a wrap for like say going to visit my kids in the spring down in Virginia. So love that it's finished. It has been a slog. It's super easy. It's nothing but stockinette with a couple of garter stitches at each end of the row and at the top and bottom um, is just knit. Oh my gosh, it took me so long. It's embarrassed. I am the world's slowest knitter. So because I finished that, um, I got a lovely gift certificate to the local yarn shop in Virginia Beach where my daughter lives. And it is called the Yarn Club. I love that yarn shop. And I bought a Plymouth yarn that is 25% wool and the rest is acrylic. And it is a worsted weight pink and white. Oh, it's beautiful. I bought bamboo circulars and I purchased a, it's called a sweater scarf by Knit Etude. I saw this on Instagram and you can look at videos on how to style it. So you knit like 16 inches of a cuff in a rib knit and the rest of it's stockinette. But this, this thing feels like it's knitting itself. It's not quite as many stitches wide as the elementary wrap. Because it's a heavier yarn, I feel like I'm making a lot more progress. Now this one, you wrap it around your body and slip your arms in the sleeves. Okay, it sounds weird, but when you see it on the people who have made this, it's great. It's a nice heavier weight shawl and it'll be great for in the house, especially in the winter or from going out somewhere in the colder weather because man, this house got really cold and I would have loved to have had it for sitting in my chair and when I'm trying to knit or cross stitch. So this is a great project, probably going to take me several winters. I don't know um, because the bamboo needles feel like it's almost knitting itself. Love it. So it's, it's an easy project. You do need the skills of knitting in the round for your cuff and how to knit on circular needles. But other than that, it's really not a difficult knit. If I can do it, anybody can. It's not an advanced technique for this at all. So that's what I've been knitting. I also finished my 
Merry Christmas Wishes by Kathy Barrick, I believe is the pattern writer. It is a Quaker-inspired Christmas cross-stitch that um, has like a tree, and they almost look like pine cones cut in half, sitting on a cake stand with a couple of small, almost Victorian-looking um, decorations of two deer and two birds, and I had enough room to cross-stitch the words Merry Christmas Wishes. And when you look at mine and you look at Kathy's pattern, I left off all of the extra borders. I, I didn't like that for my aesthetic and I didn't have enough fabric to put that on there, but I did have enough room for Merry Christmas Wishes. I also went to Hobby Lobby and scoped out the frames they have and I did not buy a frame because our Hobby Lobby that was destroyed in a tornado two years ago, I think is almost ready to open. They rebuilt it. It's being stocked. So I'm going to wait and see if they have any specials on framing deals. Otherwise, I did see a couple frames I liked and I will frame it myself if I need to. But while I was there, they were having a big sale on their unfinished wood items. And I bought a very long, thin paddle so I can finish the Stitchy Stars, that Lori Holt pattern. Um, I did that in two seasons for two colorways. And it looked great on this long, thin paddle that I can hang on the wall. I'm going to paint it with milk paint, kind of have a distressed look, and change it out with the seasons. So I have two of the four colorways for the seasons stitched, and I'm going to use the magnet that is glued to the wooden paddle and have washers glued to the cross-stitch project, and then you can put it on and take it off with the seasons. So I'm excited about working on that finish and I bought a little frame that I, it's unfinished wood, about six inches square. It'll look great with a finished cross stitch in it. And I may do the same and use the off-white milk paint that I have and use that to finish a couple of the other stitches. I'm not sure which one I'm gonna put in it. I have to measure and go look in the little basket full of finished stitches that are waiting to be fully finished. That's kind of my goal this year is finish, finish, finish. <laughs> More finishes than starts is my goal. But I do know what I'm going to be cross stitching next after I finish what I'm currently working on. I pulled out the Happy Haunting Halloween and it is a free pattern by Fat Quarter Shop. It has four elements. Um, it says Happy ha Haunting in the middle. That is stitched and each corner is a Halloween motif. So I'm working on the third one and the fourth one is a black cat and I believe it has a witch's hat on. And the last thing I'm going to stitch is the full moon behind the words Happy Haunting. And then when I'm done with that, which might take me a couple of months, I have a stitch card by Lori Holt. Uh, where did it go? Oh, it's right here. It's a stitch card. It is set N and it is a spring stitch card set with a little gnome, a marigold, a snail, 
and a mushroom. And I'm going to do all four of them as one cloth. So that'll probably take me through the summer months. Super cute. I saw Kimberly Jolly do four and you can do them four in a row or you can do them as a grouping of four in a two by two setting. That's going to be after I finish after I finish the happy haunting. The moon, I'm afraid it's going to take me forever. And if I get too bogged down in that project, I may set it down and then get it out again in the fall when the when the weather cools off and I feel fall inspired. <laughs> but that's my plan. The other thing I've been working on is I finally finished long arming my friend's quilt. It's probably a queen size quilt and I am so excited about it that it had double ribbon super simple took me all of January to long arm but it's done so I'm working on one of my projects which is I dug out um, a bunch of nine patches I was going to do a triple Irish chain and I just didn't like where it was going and I lost steam with it so what I did is for the quilting segment is I pulled out the nine patches and I took all the ones that had white in it that was going to go for the triple Irish chain part and I reworked a couple of those nine patches and I put together a six by six nine patches they're six inches so it's 36 inches square and I found a great border fabric and I'm just going to sew all those nine patches together and put a border on it that might be six inches itself maybe five we'll see how much fabric I have in that that little chunk and it's going to be a baby quilt for someone that works with my husband and then I'm going to long arm it and then I'm going to long arm all of my quilts I've turned down other people's quilts I've decided this is the year to bind and long arm and finish up the quilts in my stash. I pulled them all out in January and looked at what I need to do. I have about four left to bind and I have about two full-sized quilts to quilt and four smaller projects to quilt. So that'll be great. So again, the theme, I would like to finish more then I start and the things that I'm making are going to be those door banners sized to display at work keeping it small batting is very expensive right now and I just don't need a lot of large quilts at the moment I have a lot of them so I'm just going to work on smaller things for seasonal decoration at work so what am I sewing? I am down to the last four snail trail paper piece blocks in the petite four quilt along. Now, if you remember that uses the six, I'm using the six inch. You can also do in four, hence the word petite four. And I do have those four inch um, paper pads and I may do another one of these in the small version in a different colorway. So this one I'm using up the blue and white scraps and it's going to be a nice size about 48 inches square and it uses the square and a square pineapple 
courthouse steps and snail trails. Now they have a sparkle star for a pieced back. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to put a nice solid backing on it. So I'm down to the last couple blocks and I'm going to put it together. And then I'm going to get the next holiday themed, which I found a cute pattern that was put out as a free quilt pattern for Fat Quarter Shop called Love Notes. So I'm going to work on that next and just kind of do, I'm hoping to do about 12 seasonal quilts for the, and I have a rough plan for the work door. Got to have a quilt on that door. It's so boring and ugly and yucky in my office building. It's a hundred year old institution that um, it was a institution back in the day. And now it's just office buildings and it's hideous and it's on its last legs. And um, I think the building itself will probably only last four or five more years. Is it, It's about a hundred years old. I mean, the heating and cooling people are out about every week and the plumbing people and uh, it's just a hot mess. But they got it. Everybody's got to find a new home, I think, before they finally shut it down. So I'm trying to make some seasonal things. And then if I decide I don't want to take them to work anymore, I can hang them up at home. So that's the plan for quilting. Now, I also want to say that um, I love the new Tumblr that Fat Quarter Shop has. It's a their version of the Stanley cups or the Stanley water tumblers that people have with a handle on it. It's really hot right now, but they have one from a company called, I think it's called, oh my goodness, Sip, Swippy, something like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you go look, you can pre-order the teal, which is kind of that minty teal, which is the color of the year. And they printed quilt blocks and quilt themes all over. And mine should be shipping in the next week. I'm very sad as I bought that Hydrate Spark and my hand grip is pretty weak. It's a 33 ounce tumbler. And I need to take that much water to work because we have terrible water. And the, you know, the Hydrate Spark is great. It has a little computer. It flashes at you to drink more. It measures your water. It's really nice, except I dropped it um, a couple weeks ago. I getting out of my car. I slipped on the ice and doesn't have a handle on it. And I lost my grip and I dented it. It's still serviceable, but I'm very sad. It's also a teal color. Um, but it's one of those things that I'll take it for like on the road and different events, but it's dinged up and it's not shiny new anymore. And I thought, well, while they have these, I'm going to order the knockoff Stanley cup. I hate calling them a Stanley cup because you know, that's a hockey trophy. It is not a Stanley cup. I don't know why people call them that. It's a Stanley water tumbler. And this one you drink um, through a straw where the hydrate spark. I had to replace the top because it had a flip lid, which did eventually wear out. So I'm looking, um, I'm going to find the name of the company that does the 
one that Fat Quarter Shop has. It really is cute and they have a lot of novelty prints. Not on Fat Quarter Shop, but I love this quilt one. Okay, so it's not even close. It is called a limited edition 40 ounce quilty mug by Swig. Swig makes way more sense, doesn't it? But it's really cute. It's a limited edition, so I don't know how many they're going to be able to get. But um, if you pre-order it, they they should be able to get that for you in the next month or two. <laughs> I don't know. I've been waiting a few weeks, and I already got a um, email saying that I'll be getting it soon. So just remember, if you order anything on Fat Quarter Shop, I do have... A affiliate link and I will put that in the show notes always appreciate everybody who uses the affiliate link so I am very excited about getting my 40 ounce water tumbler I understand that these are very good put ice in it should stay cold all day and if it has a handle which this one does I'll be able to carry it without dropping it and it has a smaller bottom, so it should fit in the cup holder of my car. Hopefully, I won't have any water leaking problems. <laughs> uh, you know, story of my life. So those are some of the things that I have been up to. I also have been doing some other creative things, though. I got a lovely nail um, gel nail kit. For Christmas with a gel light you know to cure the nail polish and so my sister and I have done um, via the internet you know our nails and we're showing each other and for this month she did her, her nails to look very beautiful with hearts on her nails and well I can can't um, yeah I'm not that artistic yet but I did a really nice pink with a glitter on it and I'm going to try to do my nails again this week for Valentine's Day, red with glitter on them. It is a fun little creative thing. And if you get really good at it, I mean, you could do all kinds of art and hearts. But, you know, my nails aren't very long, number one, for that. Number two, you can put like tiny little um, like hearts or shapes or stickers or use um, things to mask and do two or three different colors. I've, I've just been watching videos on how to do it and it's pretty fascinating. So that's been fun and we've also been talking about our gardens in the spring because you know it's going to be a long a long winter. It's This is the time of year where you just get burned out on it. So on the home front I am really picking up steam on the decluttering and getting the closets cleared out and ready for, you know, more organizing and possibly looking at maybe one day downsizing. But if I don't start it now, I'm never going to be ready for it. So we're going to go see my daughter and her family in the spring. So I'm going to get the room that she has a few things stored in. I'm going to go through those closets, which is 
oh, this is the one I, I've been dreading going through the closets in there. That's all their kids' toys and memorabilia. She would like her wedding dress, her prom dress, a couple of Barbies that we didn't find in the last year or so when I took things and toys to her kids to see vintage things that she played with. Um, there was a specific birthday Barbie that wasn't in that group. And then I'm going to start really going through these closets and it's just going to take a lot. I have to move furniture. It's dusty. I might have to put a mask on and just really start spring cleaning it and getting it ready for um, all of that stuff that's left that nobody wants to be trashed or donated. Now the good news is the Goodwill also rebuilt their building and they should be able to take a lot more stuff. So they were in a small building between the tornado and their old building getting rebuilt. So that is happening. It's kind of like you, I read the book Swedish Death Cleaning. It's like you really just need to get rid of all this stuff. Things that you don't want to leave to have people come behind you, right? And ugh. They'd take 20 dumpsters to go through all these weird closets in this house. And there's just a lot of stuff that needs to go. And I'm tired of looking at it. I'm tired of cleaning around it. And I'm tired of having things that aren't mine. Because, you know, they're, they're just other people's things that are here. And my kids are all grown up. These other people are also like grandparents. Um, who've passed or things that other people have given me and I've had my time with it and it's time for it to be enjoyed by other people and I cannot have a sale or find a way to sell these things until I know what I have and to do that all takes time and energy and I've been kind of lacking on both of those for a couple of years with long COVID but I am picking up steam and feeling much better and stronger and you only can do, so this is the other caveat, right? You can only do this kind of stuff for a period of time and then you have to take a break from it and then you get right back at it. It's just a slow, steady progress. It's kind of like the fly lady version of keeping your house. It's the same with decluttering your closet. You cannot do it all in one go. I can't and so it's just going to be a process and it always gets worse before it gets better and that's the part I hate so if y'all have any tips on that um, let me know but it's gonna be like box to keep box to donate box to trash and that's how um, most people do it and if you do it a little bit at a time next thing you know the job will be done. Kind of like Mary Poppins. I wish I had a Mary Poppins <laughs> to come and do all of this stuff. And I also bought some watercolor paper. So I'm hoping to be able to do some more watercolors because I ran out of paper. And really been having fun looking at a few things that I've seen online. And I thought you might have fun looking at it also. So there's a movement online that I've talked about for mixed media and I some of the watercolor pieces that I'm doing are going to be 
added to the making collages and some of it's going to be cut up and you add other elements and you make these really cool mixed media collages. So a great account to look up for that is Willa Wanders and Karen Creates on Instagram. Absolutely love. Now another Instagram account that I could figure out how to do myself and I might with needle felting is Dal Belge, B-E-L-G. And she makes Waldorf style little dolls as well as big dolls. But what I like are the minis that look like gnomes. And she makes all these accessories like little purses that look like strawberries with a little leaf for a blanket. Or you can get a roll-up kit like a makeup brush kit but it's for the doll in all of her accessories now wouldn't that look good in my fairy garden hers are exquisitely made um, but they are a little expensive that's why i'm thinking i have all this needle felting stuff why don't i needle felt myself a little doll that looks like that a little gnome i've done a gnome before and fairies i just hmm, love that. So the next thing that I think for handwork people is a Facebook group called the Slow Stitching Movement. Now what is this? It is kind of like the mixed media collages, but it's all done in fabric. I am fascinated with it. It's a group and there is, it's just so cool. They, they take all of the slow stitching with so salvaged is the one group that I've joined and people take snippets of fabric and they layer them all together and hand stitch in almost like a Boro or a Shashiko way of making these things together in layers and sometimes they applique focal points kind of like the mixed media or they put buttons or bits of lace depending on the person I mean it is so cool some of these um, you can see that they may have put a couple layers together almost like a little quilt but not necessarily with batting people are framing these some people are making them into like mini um, almost like little mini postcards, even though they're not using them that way. And they're finishing them with blanket stitched edges. Oh my gosh, it's so, so cool. So the slow stitching movement is another account. And that is not what I'm necessarily talking about. So I misspoke on that. It's slow stitching with so salvaged and most of the things that they're using are salvaged pieces of fabric or snippets of lace um, sometimes people are using like um, like ribbon or pom-pom oh my gosh on the roll you know what I'm saying so it's very very cool a lot of times people are doing embroidery with buttons so anyway, check it out. Slow stitching with soul, so S-E-W, salvaged, as in you're salvaging and recycling. Love that. 
snippets of clothes, snippets of, you know, anything you could put together. It kind of looks like anything go is goes type of art project. And I would really like to get into it. Um, some people do it kind of like crazy quilting, but I like the ones that are more pictorial and abstract. Oh, having a blast with looking at those accounts and getting some really good ideas. So I have been really working on a personal goal of mine is to be off social media as much as I was. So if you've noticed that, I'm sorry. Um, I just was spending so much time running my accounts and posting and daily posting and answering um, comments that it, was, it just really was taking up a lot of time and it wasn't good for me in the grand scheme of things. But I'm not off social media. I'm just on it less. Decided to do more like weekly posts on social media and I'm still doing my weekly Saturday morning coffee because I really enjoy that but weekly I have not posted to YouTube in quite a while and I may take um, a little hiatus from that for a while as I try to figure out what it is I may want to do with that if anything and it has been great I have found that I have gained more time in my day-to-day -day operations to do the things I need to do, which is work on my health. You know, I have spent a lot of time in the last couple of years not m as mobile and my body needed a lot of physical therapy to work on getting strong. So doing a little bit of exercise every day in very small couple times a day doses like 10 minutes at a time for a couple times a day also working on my diet and cooking and monitoring my food I joined another year of a health app that my insurance company pays for which you know hooks me up with diabetic management blood pressure management weight management dietitians all of that so it's a lovely benefit to have if you have it Think about joining. Um, Teladoc purchased, I think, Livongo and My Strength, which is a virtual guided mental health app. But Livongo is the health app with the, the condition management, and you have to qualify for it. And if you have diabetes or prediabetes, you might. But it's one of those things that it takes a lot of time to do these apps, to enter things in the app. It's in a lot of brain space. So that's where I'm focusing more on smaller projects, working less hours a day and working um, just in my eight hour day and not doing work for other people for quilting and ju is just doing the things that I enjoy as a hobby and relaxing for now and just really trying to get back to being healthy. So it's just been a very, very whirlwind of a couple of months with, you know, a lot of testing and labs and physical therapy and all that stuff. And I'm just so tired of it. And it also has been very motivating for me to not want to go through all that business again. I mean, you can't help it if you catch something and you have 
long-term repercussions from it. But what you can do is keep moving forward. And that's what I've been trying to do. Um, you know, there's just really nothing else to say. There's really no program. There's really no, uh, there's even no research out there for people. It's just a lot of rehabilitating yourself and keep pushing. The other thing I've been doing for brain training is I purchased an app called Elevate and it's ridiculously expensive. I think like 36 bucks a year, but it has crossword puzzles and it has a math and it has spelling and it has all kinds of things because it's better than me playing Candy Crush or something, which I do occasionally. But, um, you know, just trying to keep everything operating the way it should because, you know, every year older that you get is no joke <laughs> and is not for the faint hearted as my grandmother used to say. So I have been working a lot on that kind of stuff. And that's what I plan on pursuing this year. Just really working on getting um, all of the things in sync and with my health. I really would like to get more of the taste and smell back. Not sure that's going to happen. Um, but I kind of had a reduction of that again when I caught COVID last fall. So I may go back to doing some smell training. I'll dig out those essential oils and keep working on that. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Um, this has been the, it feels like a really slow time for making things. But then when I start writing it out on a list and talking about it, I'm like, oh, I've been keeping pretty busy. And it's all a few minutes at a time. So I'm very happy that I uh, got so much done and I'm very excited about some of the new projects, a lot of them smaller and a lot of them away from my sewing machine. And I think that's part of it. A lot of it's away from my sewing machine and away from the long arm, but it's still doing um, a lot of fun things throughout the day and the week. And I may even try to practice some needle felting to work on that fairy or a gnome for my fairy garden. I've been thinking about that for about three weeks and I haven't gone to the next level of actually trying it. So if you have any great ideas or websites or things to um, help me in that department to see examples, I would love that. Um, and I would also like to thank everybody for being part of the Facebook group, My Creative Corner 3. I still post in there a couple times a week. And that's where probably a lot of my progress of what I'm working on is going on. As well as um, I post when I put up new things on the blog or podcasting in the group and on Instagram. I've really been thinking a lot about my hexagons that I started last summer and I haven't played with them in a little while. And I'm thinking about getting them out because it's a handwork thing and I really seem to be enjoying that in this season. So if, um, again, if you want to use the affiliate link for Fat Quarter Shop, it will be in the description below or you can look on mycreativecorner3.com. You 
all that come back every week and listen and comment on posts. I really enjoy reading them all and I thank you for being so supportive. I would also like to thank those who have purchased me a virtual cup of coffee through Kofi. And um, let's read those names. I want to thank Diane for her faithful support of the podcast. Gail, thank you so much for the virtual cup of coffee. And Barb, your faithful cups of coffee and words of encouragement are so lovely. I really, really enjoy hearing from everyone and I understand that a lot of people comment in their head. However, um, one thing I do want to ask is that if you leave a review on Apple or where you may be listening to your podcast, that would be lovely. And if you put a comment on the show notes that you did, then I can um, go check it out and it helps others find the podcast and remember the podcast, maybe those who haven't listened in a while. So again, have a lovely week and thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you again in the next couple of weeks. So have a lovely week and quilt on everyone.